This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. What is the deal with all these little, little liquor bottles? Uh, yesterday was my sister's birthday, and as Germans, I just thought it would be fun to buy a bunch of little ones. And as it turns out, I bought too many. Did no. you just like go to the closeout island aisle no. and just grab uh, a bunch of bottles? No, or? so I went to Benny's last night, uh. and I bought 30 of these, and I bought a jar of cherries because I occasionally like to make Manhattans and the, and the lady at Benny's looks at me and goes well you're going to have some fun tonight <laughs> she said to me I just have one quick question what's the deal with the cherries how do you use the cherries I said you have no idea <laughs> this is going to be wild listen to Minutia Men on Spotify opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts just search for Radio Misfits and now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And we're back. We're back for another Premier League season, and this is very exciting because uh, it's our favorite sport, and we love watching it. And now we're watching it uh, with every team back in action. It's just fantastic, isn't it, Adam? Yeah, it's great. I really enjoyed the first weekend. Nice to see all the teams back in action. I know there's a couple of teams that still have to play, but uh, really enjoyed watching the games this weekend. I did too. Uh, so let's get right to it. Let's find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? By the way, my uh, my goal this year is to start trying to say Premier League instead. There you go. Of I'm going to try. I, I'm not. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but I'm going to give it a shot. OK, <laughs> I, I, you know what? We could we could uh, double our fewer viewers if that happens. I think I, we I could think have right. instead of two, we might have four people listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we could hit double digits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, I think that's a that's a, that's a great goal. You've, right. got, you've got you've got your action plan. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's 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 talk about the Premier League. Uh, we have, uh, as far as I'm concerned, two new teams to root for this season. Because, uh, I, first of all, I'm a Liverpool man. I'll admit it. That's yeah. my team. All right. But having watched the game against Leeds and having watched the Everton game, uh, I have two new favorite teams, and those are Leeds and Everton because they are both going to be exciting this year. Yeah. Totally. Really, really enjoy. I mean, the, the Leeds-Liverpool game, which was our game of the week, yeah. which we predicted, was a fantastic game. It was amazing. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. For, right out the gate, I mean, it was 4-3. Great uh, back and forth. Lots of attacking. Uh, looked like the German Bundesliga there. Not much defending. Right. And uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good. And it was it was nice. I mean, uh, and I think it was it was interesting to see you know, a little bit of a story of the weekend. Lots of penalties this weekend, I noticed. And right. Salah had a couple to make his hat trick. But what what a great advertisement for the game! Some really nice goals. I mean, Salah's goal was fantastic, and and even Leeds' first goal was oh, tremendous. Was from, beautiful. Yeah, Jack Harrison there. Who, uh, interestingly enough, I don't know if you know this, but he played one year at Wake Forest uh, in college. I did not know that. Yeah, so he, yeah, he was an interesting story, and I kind of followed him a little bit. He played at the Man United's academy, 
and then got released, uh, was then uh, released from there, then came over to, I think he was at a prep school out in New Jersey or something like that out out on the East Coast and then went to Wake Forest uh, for a year and then left. was actually the player of the year in the conference. I think he was like maybe the first or second pick in the MLS draft. And uh, Man City ended up taking him over to England and uh, he's actually on loan right now from Manchester City. Uh, to uh, Leeds United. So, Is he yeah, an American? He's not an American, though. No, he's English, but he just came over and finished like a, his last year of high school. So he grew up in England, like I said, played in the Man United Academy, and then came over uh, for the last year of high school, played one year in college, signed a professional contract, and went back to England. So, yeah, crazy. Would he, would he qualify to play for the U.S. national team? I don't think so. I think oh. it's because he's yeah. He has to be. He has to have a green card for so long, and then get the uh, citizenship. So I don't think he would qualify. And, uh, also, and I think he's actually. I think yeah. he's played with the under twenty ones England team as well. Oh, bit. so that disqualifies him right there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no relation to George Harrison, as far as we know. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, well, so I'll say this about the Leeds team: they were not afraid of going in and yeah. uh, playing against Liverpool who, uh, you know, just set the record or almost set the record for most points in a, a Premier League season uh, last year and, and is, you know, a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. And they went in no, there I, completely unafraid. Yeah. Well, I think Bielsa, I think he came in with the attitude of we're going to play the way we played um, last year. And uh, it was really nice to watch. Very exciting game. They took it to them. Really enjoyed watching how they played out of the back, got the ball forward quickly, and looked looked menacing. Uh, put the pressure on the, the Liverpool defence a great deal. I know we talked a little bit about this before, about how Liverpool teams team, seem to struggle a little bit defensively. Yeah, I actually think that Liverpool is exposing a weakness, and people are starting to figure it out. And that, and that is that they go too far up. And they leave yes. Van Dyke uh, by himself in the back, uh, and and often, you know, all it takes is somebody with tremendous speed to get past him, and, and people are figuring that out. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting just looking at the outside backs. I thought, to be fair, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold had a really rough game. He did it was not one of his not one of his best matches. Um, pushing up a little bit, he got kind of beat a couple of times on the goals there that, that, that Leeds scored. So, a bit of a struggle, maybe a little bit of too much. I thought Andrew Robertson, on the other hand, had a really solid game right. for the other outside back. So, you know, it, it'll take a while to, for them to get back into the groove, but again, also looking at Van Dyke scores one, but then gives one away right. at the other end. And that was a terrible so, mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, and I know people are saying, well, he's done this last year, but hey, ultimately, they still won they got the three points. It's probably a little close they wanted to. They got uh, probably really their best player scored three goals, so yeah. it's not a bad thing. And he so looked I, great. Yeah, he did. He did. He looked very pacey. He will put them under a lot of pressure. I, I think they're going to be – they'll be fine. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens when they got all the big guns coming up in terms of the teams they have to play. And we'll talk about that in a in a little bit. Uh, but let's also talk about that uh, Everton team. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. I, I uh, doctored up a illegal broadcast and watched it. Uh, Interesting. Okay. <laughs> online. A- I watched it online. <laughs> I watched it on Sky Sports. I enjoyed all the British commercials. 
Really? Um, How did you do that? Oh, That's I'll interesting. T- I won't say it on this broadcast, uh, uh, but uh, I will say that my son was involved, and uh, <laughs> and I really don't know the details. <laughs> but I did watch the That's Everton great. game against uh, uh, Tottenham. Yeah. And Hamas Rodriguez, oh boy, he is going to make that team a totally different team. Yeah. He's yep, got uh, he's got such skill on the ball. It it you know that's one thing that Everton has really not been known for is having mm-hmm. a skill player like that. Yeah, yeah, true number ten that can create some things. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, unlock defenses, and that's exactly what they need. I mean, yeah. he's he's a World Cup star. You know, ultimately was one of the Galacticos players. That's what as they were known when he was at Real Madrid. So he's played at some of the top top teams in in the world uh coming to everton he's he's going to be a real difference maker for him well let's talk about uh our, our good friend jose Mourinho. because yes. um after the game and uh and everton won one to nothing it was actually a much better game than a one to nothing score may indicate um but uh jose went in the locker room after the game and said that uh, his players were lazy and apparently, there's already strife in the Tottenham locker room after one game. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I mean, um, I think this was maybe a little bit of a calculated move on his part. You know, I, I, I like Jose. I, I, I like how he does things. But at times, sometimes he uh, maybe doesn't always say the right things after games. And so, consequently, this is kind of, this whole idea of calling his players lazy might backfire him on him a little bit. So he might have to do a little bit of uh, damage control when he goes back into the training ground this week. Uh, but ultimately, they did play poorly. And I think he has they every did. right to... Oh, they did, they have to have, He does have every right to complain about it, but probably not to the media because the, <laughs> right. you know how the media is. They'll just jump all over it, oh, say media. how it is. Yeah, yeah, the media. Gotta, you know how it gotta is. Gotta hate them. Um, yeah. But how about the way he treated Danny Rose? Did you hear any of that story? Yeah, I heard. I mean, he didn't even get a number. Yeah. So that's the, uh, yeah. So Danny so, Rose has been with Tottenham for years, hasn't he? Yeah, he's uh, their longest serving player, actually. <laughs> I mean, so what kind of – apparently, uh, Danny Rose discovered he wasn't going to be on the team uh, when they announced the numbers, and he wasn't on the list. That's how he found out. Yeah, he he not, wasn't pulled aside by Jose in in advance, you know, in honor of all the years that he had served, you know. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, and to think, you know, he was playing on the England senior team a few years ago. So I know. it's not like he, he's he's gone down quite a fair bit. Um, you know, he did he did play. He was on loan there, a uh, six-month loan there with Newcastle last year. Right. Um, but then he came back. So I think what's going to ultimately end up, he's going to get moved on here in the next few weeks. Um, yeah. he, he can't stay there. He doesn't have a number. <laughs> no. What are you going to do? Uh, Danny, uh, oh, you can't play. You don't have a number. No, when they so. flash when they flash the numbers on the sideline, they have to have a number. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel bad for him. And obviously there was a little bit of documentation in terms of his discussion with Jose on that all or nothing. I don't right. know if you saw that then yes. when he went in and was complaining about not playing. So uh, I thought actually Jose kind of did a fairly good job of 
of dealing with that situation. But again, you don't know what's doctored. It's kind of over dramatized. All this stuff you, the you media. just don't know. Yeah, the you media. know, it's the media. It's always exactly. the media's fault. All right, let's talk about uh, your boys in blue, the Chelsea lineup, because uh, there were some surprises in that uh, opening day lineup. Um, it turns out that uh, Christian Pulisic is is still injured. Yes, yeah, he's still out for a little while. I think he's close. He's he's getting close to coming back. But um, yeah, they 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 went with the Germans. The they Germans did. were in. They, you know, they came in, and to be fair, they were. It was a, a okay performance. You know, probably Timo was probably the better. Yeah, I'm going to call him Timo now. He's yeah. he's one of our one of our guys. <laughs> so uh, he uh, he he was probably the better of the two. I think Havertz looked a little rusty, to say the least. Yeah, he did. Um, and uh, you know, I, and I think it's going to be expected. It's going to take a little while to get used to everything. But what was nice is, you know, to be fair, they didn't play well, but they found a way to win on the road against a, a pretty, pretty upbeat Brighton team. I was actually fairly impressed with them. They actually, I think, percentage-wise, actually had more possession of the ball in the game. Yeah, yeah, Brighton looks pretty good. So, yeah. so you did see that game. I did, of course. Yeah, I I did that. We had to get onto Peacock okay. to watch it. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> um, because the Peacock Network is new this year, right? This is yes. NBC's new pay sports channel, right? right. And actually, I think it's not just sports. Right? Does the Peacock Network have other stuff too? Yeah, it's all old NBC shows. I think they've thrown a couple of other shows that they've got the rights to. Yeah, it's basically... Any old crap you want to watch, basically. Yeah. But the point is, now is now the time when we're all in a pandemic and we're all sitting at home, and uh, you know we need a little compassion in our lives. Is now the time to shove another five ninety nine down <laughs> our throats? I don't think that that's fair. I totally agree with you. I, I know, and it's frustrating because uh, I know they're going to be showing more and more games down the road on this channel so you're kind of forced to have to do it yeah you know i mean and i got it, the cbs it, for the uh, champions league and now i got to get the peacock also for this it's not right i know i know exactly my wife is not happy because she keeps on seeing these extra little know. bills on it <laughs> like, I, what's this 5.99 for what's this for what's well, only it's only a monthly charge it's okay <laughs> it's 5.99 so it's, a, <laughs> it's you know it's like a beer it's like get one beer Every I know. month, I, I know, it, and and it is, and it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's like we were so used to having everything, we yeah. were happy. Yes, things were good, and like you said, things. It's not like things have gotten better. It's not like we're over the pandemic. No, we're still dealing with it. Why don't you no, tell everybody what they're doing in jolly old? Yeah, so back in England, you know, they actually at three o'clock typically the games. Uh, it's a blackout time, and so you can't watch any of the games because they want people to go, but. The, the Premier League has decided that because of the fact that there's no fans in the stadiums, that they've lifted this um, this blackout. And so the games are going to be pretty much live for the, the regular people to watch it. So why can't we do that here? Yeah. You know, that's that would yeah. be nice. I mean, I, I think the coverage is great. Don't get me wrong. NBC does a fantastic job. Yeah, they actually they added... Really they added Tim Howard. You saw that. I so saw we've got that, a new yeah. person on, on there as well. Um, but, uh, you know, they do a good job. But it's just, again, like you said, it's still, you know, another five ninety nine dollars uh, during this time. It's, it's a tough one. Tough one to take. 
All right. Well, there's a lot of great games coming up this weekend, uh, and uh, I went on the NBC app and found that yeah. it's the, we can start uh, predicting games again. So let's do that. Yeah. I've got uh, the sure. audio right here. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Or the Premier League star. Uh, that's not the right uh, uh, audio, of course, because we'll be doing that game later. This is the way I like to tease it. This is how I do it. It's, it's called a, it's called a tease. That's coming up after our break. Don't go away from right. that. Um, but yeah. uh, first, we're going to do this. Rick and, Rick, and Adam. Rick and Adam pick the scores. Do you think anybody okay, bought that? Okay, so we got that eventually. <laughs> do you think anybody bought that? All right. Yeah, I bought it. I was like, okay, great tease. Wow, he's really on top of things here. All right, let's uh, let's start with the uh, the Man U game because Man U has not played yet. Yes. Um, and they're going to be facing Crystal Palace, who has already played and has already won a game. Yeah, had a big win. Uh, Saha scored the winner. And, uh, yeah, they looked okay. They yeah. looked okay. They looked decent against a, probably a below-par Southampton team. Um, and uh, so I, I think Man United just going to have a bit too much. They're at home, I believe. Um, I think this is going to be a comfortable 2-0 win for Man United over Crystal Palace. That's exactly what I chose. Good. There you go. All right. So we've got Southampton at home. Uh, they're going to be playing against uh, the lazy Tottenham club. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. So I don't know if you heard this news, but Danny Ings, the star striker for Southampton, is yeah. being linked with Tottenham Hotspur. Really? So Yeah. So I just today, breaking news. Uh, on uh, on free kicks here, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and maybe he, Danny Ings, might be playing for Tottenham against his team this weekend. I don't know if that's going to happen in time, but I think uh, I think this will be a good game for Tottenham to get back into the groove. I think Jose will get him going. I, I foresee a one nil Tottenham win over Southampton. Doesn't uh, doesn't Danny Ings play the same position as Harry Kane? He does, but I think. Um, with the injuries and concerns forwards, I think obviously he's a striker that they want to try to bring in and, and try to kind of uh, create a little bit more uh, offense. I think that was their that was where they struggled a little bit. So they feel like he could be a player that they can add in. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know what might also help them uh, get a little more offense? Uh, not playing eleven guys on the uh, on defense. That you know, just an idea. Uh, I'll throw it out there as a possibility, Jose. Yeah, yeah. Um, well I'm, I'm actually picking a one to one game here. Uh, okay, uh, a draw. Um, but uh, there we go. Uh, Arsenal at home against West Ham. Well, I'm. You know, I said this before. I love West Ham. I'm a big West Ham fan. But they're not looking good right now. It was a bit of a rough match on Saturday uh, or Sunday, whenever they played. But it was—they didn't look very good. A little bit of problems in the camp there. Um, so I think I think this is going to be a comfortable win for Arsenal. A nice two-nil win for the Arsenal. Wow, we're on the same page. I have the same same score. I have a feeling we will yeah. not have the same score in this next one. Uh, we have Chelsea at home against Liverpool. Yeah, should be a decent game. I think I, I might watch that one. It might yeah, be should all right. be okay. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting match at the Bridge, Chelsea Liverpool. I foresee Chelsea squeaking through it. I'm going with my heart again. A nice, comfortable two-one victory for the Blues. 
That's a, that's a, a good choice. I uh, I have it the other way around. I have a <laughs> uh, a two one uh, Liverpool win at uh, Chelsea because I think Chelsea has not been that great at home over the last year or so. Sure. And and sure. Liverpool is is very good on the road. So uh, I'm going with Liverpool on that one. Yeah. Or well, hopefully Chelsea might have Thiago Silva there. I know he didn't play the first game, so he might come in in the back. And who knows? They may get a new goalkeeper after after Kepa's uh, dismal display this past weekend too. So we'll see. You know, uh, you were talking about Tim Howard. Did you see Tim Howard's comments about him? I did. Yes. It, yes. I mean, it, 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 I always think to myself, well, I must be missing something here because I'm not a goaltender. Never have been. Don't really understand mm-hmm. the position that well. And I always think it's. Yeah. I always give the goalie a. Uh, a pass. I like. Well, there. Yeah. Know, the the defense should should have stopped that shot. You know what I mean? They shouldn't allow it. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's how I was as a coach. I always. I never blamed the goalie. But watching um, watching Keppa over the last year, he's just not very good. Right. And Tim well, Howard flat out said that. <laughs> totally. And I think it's fair. He's conceded the most goals outside the box of any goalkeeper in the Premier League. Unbelievable. So. Yeah, and I think it was like a statistically I saw like 19 goals from outside the box. That's not good. And, you know, that goal that went in was really under his arm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's a concern. And I can see where Frank is a little frustrated with that situation. You know, he's trying to give him the as much as he can, but I'm like, my goodness, you gotta you gotta do the business. Ultimately <laughs> you've got to save the save the ball. So By the way, so, is yeah. uh, is Frank now in uh in England, is he like Cher or Oprah? Is he a one a one name man? <laughs> it's just Frank. Everyone just knows who you're talking about when you say Frank. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. he could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Possibly. One last game before we take our break. We have yeah. Wolves at home against Man City. This could be a great game too. I think it's going to be a really good game. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time picking this one. This is a tough one. I mean, Wolves had a good victory uh, yeah. on the weekend. Looked very comfortable um, against Sheffield United who had a great year last year on the road. But again, you know, with Man City, brand new season, I just think this this is going to be there. This, they've got a good chance this year of doing very well in the league. So I'm going to go with a a close one, uh, a 3-2 Man City victory. Okay. Well, we are very close this week. I have a 2-2 draw mm. uh, because it's at Wolves. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just, you know, I think there's going to be lots of offense. Um, it's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm really looking yeah. forward to that one, too. Yeah, for sure. And I'll find out in a bit if that's on the Peacock Network. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh, we already uh, teased that we've got a uh, a special game coming up. Our guest, the Premier League star, will also uh, get Adam's TV tip, and we'll find out what's happening here in the Chicagoland area. All that is coming up next. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we talk about three super cool Mopars for sale. Which one would you choose? Plus, a look back at the enduring Chevy Suburban. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Don't even f- think about saying hi to me. No, don't even say hi. Don't even nod your head and acknowledge me because I will f- 
kill you. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. Let's find out what's happening here. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So, the Illinois Youth Soccer Director. No, I got that wrong, didn't I? They, uh, the Director of Coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Adam. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> That's so, all right. It's a mouthful. But it's, it's a mouthful. It fits it's on the business card. So, <laughs> Just about. <Yeah. laughs> what do you got for us this week? Yeah, so... Um, very busy. Got a great weekend. Really enjoyed this weekend. We was actually, and I know we're going to try and put some stuff out here on our website here pretty soon. Uh, we just hosted um, a 4v4 and an 11v11 coaching education course for females. Uh, so that was one of the first times we've ever done that. So fortunately, with some help through our, um, uh, you know, we have a, a, a grant from U.S. Soccer, we was able to to do this uh pretty much financially free for the girls in terms of the the 4v4 and then also with some help from uh, Samantha Johnson who is a former Red Stars uh, soccer player and the and Chicago City they were also part of it we used their facilities and they sponsored some players uh, most of the, the the females who took the course were able to take the course of two courses for free so that was really exciting we was able to do that on on Saturday we actually did it Thursday Friday with the, the virtual part and went out onto the field on Saturday so it was nice to to give the the ladies a, a chance there to get their coaching licenses and, and and move forward in their development as coaches so that was I can just say that virtually every club in the area is looking for women coaches because girls soccer is so so uh, popular. Yeah, and uh, you know it's just the women. You know they talk to each other better than (laughs) than we talk to them sometimes. So it really helps. Yeah, I mean, we, it was really nice for us uh, to be able to do the course and especially identify coaches and help them a little bit. You yeah. know, there were some some really good young female coaches. And we actually had a couple of, um, I know there was one girl actually from Green White, actually, who took the course. So that was great. But she, she got involved. And then um, a couple of others from, from local clubs as well that got involved in um in doing the coaching so you know you you only have to be 16 to take the course so that's oh, the, the nice thing about it so we was able to get some of those younger coaches and especially if they're working with younger players or working with different groups that was good so so busy with that and then last week we also hosted our uh, our coaches connection which went down really well so we had a few groups come in uh, actually it was uh, Dan Pullen who was our insurance agent talked a little bit about kind of the do's and don'ts in terms of insurance stuff especially with so many things going on the protocols within COVID making sure that all the clubs and teams are following the procedures and then uh, also we had um, our friends at Chelsea were able to jump on and they talked a little bit about how they return to play how they are doing things over there at the academy and then uh, Liam did his presentation, which was really interesting on uh, MLS's back, how he kind of analyzed some of the goals and talked a little bit about how most of the goals that were scored are actually within the six, eight-yard box. So um, it was interesting to see the, 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 the statistics that go along with that. So lots of good things, trying to keep everybody informed and, and keeping busy. We'll be doing some more courses this next weekend and, uh, and then getting ready for a bunch of D licenses starting in October. Okay, there you go. It is time for Adam's favorite portion of the show. 
Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, feel free to play along at home. The idea here is to guess the star I'm talking about before Adam does. Um, and uh, it can be any Premier League star. Uh, let's start with uh, his age. This uh, gentleman is 29 years old, so he's been around. That's, that's almost old now in soccer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He has played professionally in two continents and five different top flight European countries. And so he really has been around. Okay. Yeah. In 300 professional games, he has scored 91 times, which is a pretty good record. Did he score this weekend? I do not believe he did. Mm. He plays for his national team and has been a star player in the last two World Cups. <laughs> okay. Right. Now I'm going to I'm going to say I'm not 100% sure he didn't score last weekend. So I don't want to throw <laughs> you off. I don't want to throw you off on that. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um in one of those two World Cups he won the golden boot. Okay. So he is a superstar, right? Right. <laughs> He plays up front, obviously. Okay. He wears number 19. Wears number 19. But he's really a number 10. Okay. Gosh. All right, I'll tell you the five countries he's played in, the five European countries. He's played in Portugal. He's played in France. He's played in Spain. He's played in Germany. And he now plays in England. Well, I'm guessing, and it must be obvious, and he didn't score, but I'm going to throw this out. Is it James Rodriguez? Yes, it is. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> had to make me think because I had to go back. I'm like, yeah, I guess he did win the Golden Boot a few years ago. That's right. A few, yeah. a few World Cups ago. Yeah, completely forgot about that. But yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because that that World Cup was overshadowed by the Germans who won it all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was twenty fourteen. But yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's uh, he's back in the Premier League and he's looking good. So we're happy to yeah. have. Uh, he's not back. I guess this is his first time in the league. Right. Yeah. First yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'll be interested. That was tough. I'll be interested to see if people get that beforehand. So because that was not an easy one. Yeah. No. He played at Porto. He played at Monaco. Yes. He played yeah. at Real Madrid, and he played yeah. at Bayern Munich. Right. So, I mean, those are those are some pretty big clubs. Basically, some of the biggest clubs in the world, I mean, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, and then obviously he grew up playing in Colombia. I'm not sure what he, uh, he also played in Argentina. Played. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's been around, and yeah. he's 29, but he's got a lot of miles on him, and he still looks, he still looks pretty good, though. All right, oh, yeah. it's time for this. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. Okay, we went over some of the games coming up this weekend. What's the one that uh, we have to watch? Yeah, I mean, like I said, the Wolves-Man City game was going to be great. I think that's going to be a good one. I think you can find that one on your regular TV channels. But people, you're going to have to subscribe if we want to watch this match. 
get on your peacocktv.com. Chelsea versus Liverpool. It has to be that game. It's got to be the game of the week. Sunday, 10.30 a.m. kickoff at the bridge. Nobody's going to be there, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll be watching on Peacock TV. Find it. <sighs> subscribe to it. Uh, going to have to do it. Doggone it. I, you know, I, I can't know. miss that game. I have to do it now. I know. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Sunday, 10.30 kickoff. You're going to see two of the, probably two of the contenders really for the league this year. I mean, ultimately, in Liverpool, they squeaked by and then Chelsea played poorly, but won. We'll see. We'll see who shows up. Well, that's uh, the team that you chose to win it all versus the team I chose to win it all. So it should be fun. All right. So, well, that's it for uh, this week's uh, free kicks. Uh, of course, uh, we need to thank some people. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And by the way, you know, tell a friend to listen to us. We're on Spotify. You can go to Opie Shows or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. We'd also like to uh, thank uh, Ed Silla uh, with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? You, you f***ed up the script. You f***ed up the script. I didn't f*** up my part of the script. You expected that I did my job, and that was your fatal flaw, Sam. Okay, it's, it, look, it's creating quality content either way, you know. So. Oh, are we keeping this? Oh, this is all staying in. Are we in. keeping this? Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify. OldPieShows.com. Or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Losano or Losano and Friends, here's what you missed. My name is Ryan Cheverini. I'm the co-host of Windy City Live. The shorter you are, the more famous you are. That is true. You know, I, 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 well, well, who's the shortest? Like you Tom can? Cruise, yeah. Ryan Seacrest, probably. Okay. I, I just interviewed Al Pacino. A little, yeah, yeah. All. But, yeah. They're all little. Yeah. yeah. Well, then explain Will Ferrell because you've had him. Uh, he's a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's yeah. like six four. Six, Will five. Smith too. Will yeah. Smith. The Wills apparently are tall. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell was awesome. Will, um, you could talk to him just like we're talking right now yeah. when the light's not on. Yeah. As soon as the camera light goes on uh you can't ask him anything serious like i think i asked him i said hey i'm gonna ask you a little bit about you know your things that you like to watch this whatever he goes yeah yeah, cool whatever i come we come out and i go hey you know you've been making people laugh your whole life what's the movie that you watch late at night when you're flipping channels and you just have to watch it because it's so funny and he's like um you know uh probably um Booty call. Radio Misfits. Get more Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the f- it's called.